this is episode 12 of Magic and the Law of Attraction with Madame Amita. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction, the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. I'm so glad to be here recording another podcast episode for you. It makes me so happy to read your questions, connect with you, and share with you all that I know about spells, spiritualism, law of attraction, and all sorts of magical goodies. I really hope that you get as much pleasure out of listening to this as I get out of making it for you. I have to say that this podcast itself is pretty magical, at least for me, and I really hope for you too. Let me tell you why and give you a little idea of what happens behind the scenes here. So before I make these episodes, I go through the questions that you guys have sent in, and then I plan the topic for each episode a few weeks in advance. Like for example, right at this moment, I have the next four questions for the next four episodes already picked out. Then the next step is for me to write the episode, then I record it, send it off to my fabulous engineer producer, Jill Navarre. And then about a week or so later, it comes out on iTunes. Now, what is so magical to me is more than once, the topic that I planned out weeks in advance was exactly what I was working on in my personal magical practice. And today is one of those episodes. We're going to be diving into the topic of how to work magically on self-empowerment. And a lot of self-empowerment is about self-esteem, but self-empowerment encompasses a lot more than that. It also helps us to know how and when to draw healthy boundaries. It lets us focus on spiritual and emotional self-care. And it's also about knowing that when things feel tough and overwhelming, that you can find the will and the power to get through them, to get to the good stuff on the other side. My personal life right now is all about endings, my relationship ending, my father being at the end of his life journey, and so on. And things at times can feel super overwhelming, of course. But like the caterpillar who goes into the cocoon, I'm calling up my magical resources to transmute all these challenges and come out a bright and beautiful butterfly on the other side. And a lot of those resources are things that I'm going to be sharing with you in this episode. No matter when you are listening to this podcast or what episode you tune into, I hope that what I share with you comes at exactly the right time for you too. That whatever episode you come across is exactly what you need just in the nick of time. So Caitlin from Los Angeles writes, how can one build up one's own personal confidence through magic and the law of attraction. I'm turning 50 this year and never really had luck in the one thing I've always wanted, romantic love. So of course I feel ugly and old and think, who would want me now? But at the root of the problem, it's a self-confidence issue. You're right. It's absolutely self-confidence issues. And it's also an issue of beliefs. Thank you so much for asking this question, Caitlin. I'm so glad you and I get to hold hands and walk through this topic together. And so happy that Caitlin and I get to hold hands with any of you out there 
who need a dose of self-empowerment magic. So in talking about self-esteem and self-empowerment and magic, we're going to talk about where these thoughts originate, eliminating these false beliefs, finding your true essence, and ways that you can work magically to build self-confidence. The first thing that we have to address is the idea of belief. There's a quote by Henry Ford that I've used more than once with my clients. He said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Think about that for a second. It really encompasses what we're going to cover today, belief. And that is the essence of the law of attraction and the principles of magic. If you believe something, you can have, do, or be it. But if you don't, it's nigh on impossible to get over that hurdle to have, do, or be something. We see examples of this every day. Like if I believe I can go to college and get a degree, guess what? The chances of me going to college and getting that degree are huge. But if I hold the belief that college is too expensive, I won't get admitted, that I won't be able to handle the classes, then how likely will it be that I go to college? Holding those negative beliefs will absolutely kill any possibilities of getting to your desires. But most situations aren't as black and white as my example. In our day-to-day life, most of the time we swing back and forth, like, I would love to have a relationship, positive, but I'm too old and ugly, negative. Wouldn't it be great to fall in love? Positive, but there are no good guys out there, negative. And back and forth we go, up and down on the belief seesaw. The result of all this one step forward, one step back is that we are constantly doing and then undoing our intentions. So I know you know what the solution is to cultivate only forward thinking positive intentions. Easy peasy, right? Ah, not so fast. Those negative beliefs we hold are sometimes really entrenched with our ego hanging on to them for dear life. So to get to the place where you can really uproot them, you need to be able to look your beliefs in the eye and then get to the source of those beliefs and replace them with the truth. So the first step to doing that is to be aware of your thoughts and beliefs, just to be aware of them. Now, while being aware of your thoughts sounds easy enough, it can actually be a bit tricky. Our minds have a tendency to go down a windy path. And before we know it, we're in seriously pessimistic territory and creating belief systems around those negative thoughts. And then we're saying, how the heck did I get here? So the first place to start is with your words. Pay attention to the words that you say about the topic at hand. So for example, if you want a relationship, but are telling your friends, ugh, there are no good women out there, or I'll never find a partner, then you better wake up. Those words are spells. Ask yourself, what kind of spell am I casting over this topic? And then ask yourself if those words are based on completely objective reality or are they opinions? Break it down. If I say there are no good women or men out there, think about it. Have you met all 3.5 billion females or males in this world? Really, you have? Well, good, because then you can say 
that there are no good women or men out there. But if you haven't, then you know what? That belief that you are holding on to so dearly is based on incomplete and erroneous information. So first look at what you are saying and then determine if it's an objective fact or if it's something that you're projecting. Once you've done that, then the next step is to consciously choose to say things that are spells for what you want instead of spells working against what you want. Meaning, say the words of the reality that you would like to have. That doesn't mean making up something. If you don't have a boyfriend and you want a boyfriend, you can't go around saying, I have a boyfriend. First of all, it's a lie. Your feelings around it won't match the words that come out of your mouth. And most importantly, your friends will think you are hallucinating. But instead of saying, I'll never find a boyfriend, say something like, I'm really shopping around and I can't wait to meet my future boyfriend. Or, I know I'll meet the perfect guy at just the right time. When you catch yourself speaking these negative beliefs, be creative and come up with an alternative that speaks the truth, but also frames it in the positive way that will produce the outcome that you want. Now, once you've mastered what comes out of your mouth, the next step is to master the thoughts where those words originate. Start your day by saying, I will be aware of my thoughts today and replace any negative thoughts with positive, helpful, manifesting ones. Then when you catch yourself thinking a negative thought, stop, disprove it to yourself logically, and then replace it with something truthful and positive. There's another magical step that I'd like to throw in here. One of my beloved teachers, Kat Ironwood, taught me that negative beliefs can sometimes come from outside negative energy being thrown at you. And since they are outside of you, they can be easily banished. I'll give you an example from my life. I am a generally positive and optimistic person, but once in a while, a random thought will come into my mental sphere like, I feel depressed. I intuitively know that this is not me and is definitely not something wanted by me. So I imagine that thought or feeling as an outside entity, a little imp or an annoying bad spirit of some kind whispering that thought into my ear. And I know I have more power than that imp. So as soon as I hear that stray negativity whispered in my ear, I will mentally say very forcefully, be gone or away with you, mentally casting away that pesky spirit like a mosquito. And you know what? It works. That negativity flies away. And that can work for you too with any belief that you know is not helpful and not coming from your highest self. I can tell you with absolute certainty that not one of these negative beliefs originates from within you. Your soul's truth is never you're old and ugly or no one will ever fall in love with you. The universe loves you and adores you and sees you as perfect. Any belief other than that is a lie. The universe is also benevolent and wants to give you everything that you want, but you can't hold onto a negative belief and expect to receive the thing that you're believing you can't have. All negative beliefs come from outside of you. However, you might take them in and give them a warm cup of cocoa and a fluffy white robe, and the next thing you know, they decide to settle in and stay. 
You have to realize that you're giving a cozy, warm bed to these beliefs. Propaganda that originated out there in the world. And most of the negative beliefs we hold are things that we are brainwashed into so that someone can control us. That's what brainwashing is, being constantly bombarded with lies, so much so that we believe that the lies are the truth. It happens to us all day, every day. First of all, with advertising, some researchers have said that we are exposed to up to 5,000 pieces of marketing a day. That's not only ads on TV, billboards, and bus benches, but in your email, the logos that you see on people's clothing, in your Google searches, in your apps, and in front of the YouTube videos you watch. And that's one of the reasons I have opted out of having ads on my YouTube videos. I mean, enough already with the brainwashing. Think about it. The only reason for being for ads are to make you feel insecure enough about yourself and your life that you will seek out and buy whatever the advertiser is selling. Cosmetic companies need to sell face creams. Okay, so we're going to tell women wrinkles are ugly, but here's the solution, buy our product. And so what is the result? We're all paranoid about wrinkles. Now, if you choose to buy a moisturizer, that's fine, but at least be conscious why you are buying it and that it is because you are being programmed to do it. And it's not only advertisers who are brainwashing us. Society does it too, in a big way, in a huge way. Racism, sexism, homophobia, xenophobia, you name it. Our society loves to reward those who feed into the system and punish and feed off of those who do not. It's a bigger and more insidious version of the propaganda machine that advertisers exploit. Are you the wrong color, shape, size, or gender? Do you come from the wrong culture, class, or income level? We will withhold the goodies unless you convert to our agenda. Because I'm a woman, I'm probably most aware of the ways sexism rears its ugly head. The fact that we place more value on a woman's looks than on her accomplishments, how strong she is, how kind she is, how smart or talented she is, this is just one tiny example of this. And the difficult thing about this is almost everyone around you in the culture will support the lie. We have the belief as women that if we are not in a relationship, that we are defective, that we were not found acceptable or worthy. When I say this out loud, it feels to me like I'm saying, the emperor has no clothes. Question your belief systems and then see yourself as your best friend sees you. Instead of buying the lie that I don't have a relationship or prosperity or success because I'm not good enough, how about looking at the truth? That you are lovable, that you are exactly perfect as you are, that you are worthy of having love, prosperity, and success if you are open to them, believe in them, and then follow that up with action that supports that outcome. Finally, we can be brainwashed by the people who are closest to us. Because of their own feelings of low self-worth, sometimes parents, spouses, siblings, teachers, coaches, and friends will criticize us, and those criticisms can turn into beliefs. This is especially true for us in our childhood when we don't have the tools or the awareness to see through those lies, but it can happen to us at any age. 
So when a teacher says you're lazy or a parent abandons us and we feel unlovable as a result, or kids in the playground gang up to reject us, we may hold on to those criticisms, harboring them and confirming and reconfirming them to ourselves over and over. So look to the root of some of your self-esteem in the people that you surround yourself with now or who surrounded you in your childhood. Look to what they said or say and see if you can't see the source of some programming that needs uprooting. So how do we counteract this programming? We start by telling the truth. One of the most powerful spells I know for banishing old and unhelpful programming is the magic mirror. There's a beautiful blog post that I put up with this spell in detail, and I'll link to it in today's show notes. And you can find those show notes by going to magicandthelawofattraction.com and looking up episode 12. But basically, the magic mirror is a magically prepared mirror that you look into and then you tell yourself, I love you. It's a powerful, powerful way to affirm your own worthiness. And when we feel worthy, we give ourselves the gift of being able to believe that we can achieve. Another great way to counteract the lies is to fake it till you make it. I have a really gorgeous spell to help you activate your empowerment in this way. First, find some photos on the internet of people, either fictional characters or real people, who represent what you want to embody, your heroes your icons, who it is that you want to be when you grow up. Print out those photos and place them on your wall. As you place each one on the wall, say the thing that you wish to take on out loud, like, I wish to be as successful as Oprah, or I wish to be as desirable as Cleopatra. Now, the point of this is not to put them up there and compare yourself to the other person and think, I'm hopeless, I'll never be Oprah. It's to put them up there as inspiration. On the wall above the desk where I'm recording this right now, I have a bunch of pictures of queens and witches and paintings of medieval ladies with adoring knights at their sides. The queens in particular are so inspirational to me. And actually the photos aren't of real queens. They're of actresses playing queens in movies because honestly, they look more queenly and powerful than real queens. When I'm feeling disempowered, I look to one of these images and then I try to channel the energy of that actress playing a queen. I ask myself, how would she hold herself? And then I hold myself that way too. Sitting up straight, feeling powerful, feeling strong, feeling queenly. And if I can fake being a queen, guess what? It will be easier to actually hold myself in an empowered way in the outside world. You can try this with any intention. Find images that connect with the essence of what you want to embody. Speak the intention and place them on a wall where you will see them and be reminded of the truth of who you really are. I'm going to give you one last magical way to seal the deal on your empowerment. Empowerment candle spells. Remember when we talked about the magic of color back in episode two? Purple is the color of power and is the perfect candle color to work with when you want to create a spell to enhance your own empowerment. You can choose any purple candle that you wish. For example, you can use a purple figural candle of a man or woman and have it represent you. 
inscribe your name on it, dress it with Queen Elizabeth oil if you're a woman, or John the Conqueror oil if you're a man. Then sprinkle it with Master of the Woods herb. And as you light the candle, speak your intention of feeling confident and empowered. Or alternatively, you could dress a purple skull candle with power oil and sprinkle angelica root powder on it and around it with the intention of changing your own thoughts to empowered thinking. You can inscribe the new empowered beliefs that you would like to hold all over the skull. I am lovable, I am prosperous, etc., etc. Of course, you can keep it simple too and just use a purple taper and dress it with crucible of courage oil and light it with the intention of giving yourself courage and empowerment. If you want to see an empowerment candle spell in action, I have a great empowerment and courage spell up on YouTube that combines a purple figural candle and some tiny tapers. So I'll put the link to that and to all the ingredients I mentioned in these candle spells up in the show notes and you can check it out. So I hope that this episode gave you some ideas on how to enhance your own empowerment, belief in yourself, and your ability to attract in the love that you want, Caitlin. If you, person out there listening, also have a question about spells, hoodoo, law of attraction, divination, and any other magical or spiritual topic, you can go to magicandthelawofattraction.com and submit your questions there. I love taking the time to go through the questions you ask, learning what you are interested in, and if your question gets chosen for a future episode, you get a gift certificate to my online store, Madame Pamita's Parlor of Wonders, an esoteric emporium, spiritual apothecary, and repository of arcane wisdom. The Parlor of Wonders is your one-stop online shop for magical supplies, tarot readings, spell kits, and a ton of free magical instruction. The ingredients for every spell recipe that we mention on Magic and the Law of Attraction are available at parlorofwonders.com. So I would love it if you would stop by the old parlor and see all the goodies that I have up online for you. And if you're interested in making your own magic, then please subscribe to the Spell a Week newsletter and get a free copy of my gorgeously illustrated ebook, Seven Secrets to Supercharge Your Spell Work. In it, I teach you the ways to give more power to your spells and see the strongest and fastest results. Just go to sevensecretsebook.com and get your free copy today. Thank you again to all you fabulous folks who have subscribed to and shared this podcast with your friends. An extra big dose of love to those of you who have left reviews on iTunes. Thanks to all of you. We are in the charts on iTunes. That's a huge deal. And it really helps people find the show and discover all this magical goodness. And I want to give a special super deluxe limited edition thank you to this week's fabulous listeners who have left some awesome reviews. You're a small but mighty crew this week. Thank you to Brew Crew 9 who said, I adore the format, the subject matter, and your charming delivery. Thank you so much, Brew Crew. And every week we run a contest to pick our favorite written review from the week and give that person a free 30-minute tarot reading with me. This week we only had two reviews. Oh my gosh. You got to get in on this, people. So our winner for this week is Steph R1212, who said, the highlight of my week is listening to this podcast. Wow, that is some very big kudos. Thank you so much for your beautiful review, Steph R. Please send me an email so we can send you your gift certificate for a 30-minute reading. Hey, you person out there who has not put up a review on iTunes, do you want a free 30-minute tarot reading too? You could, this week, it would have been a good one. There was only two other people you were competing with, but 
Who knows? Next week, you might be the only one or you might be one of 100. Who knows? Anyway, if you want a 30-minute tarot reading, go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and post a written review. Let me know what you like and what you want more of. We'll do it all again next week and give away another prize because I love giving away prizes. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm looking forward to next week when we'll be talking about how to use magic to affect someone else's dreams and influence what they think. Until next time, this is Madam Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever. Yeah.